0: For today's reading in Mark chapter 5, we need to keep a little bit of Mark chapter 4 in mind as we read these next few stories. They all have the common element of fear. The first story, part of yesterday's reading, we have Jesus in a boat with his disciples, and they're all afraid that the storm is about to kill them. Jesus, meanwhile, he's asleep at the stern. Now remember, at least four of Jesus' apostles are experienced fishermen who live their lives at sea. But they wake him up saying, "'Teacher, don't you care that we're going to die?' So this was obviously a very dangerous storm. But Jesus, rather unconcerned it seems, gets up and in the original Greek stops the storm with just two words. And then he says to his disciples, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And that right there is the theme of the following stories. In chapter 5, we have another scary situation. We're told of a man who lived in the tombs, and no one was able to restrain him anymore, not even with a chain, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but had torn the chains apart and smashed the shackles, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. Later, we're told that this man is possessed by a demon named Legion, for there are so many of them in him. And Matthew's account adds the lovely detail that this guy's also naked. So we have some naked guy. He's possessed by a legion of demons. He tears apart chains and shackles and enjoys hanging out in graveyards so he can scream all night. Honestly, if I saw that running towards me, I'd be running the opposite way. That's terrifying. But this legion of demons is a whipped puppy when they see Jesus. Notice all the things that this demon-possessed man is doing in verses 6 through 13. They kneel before Jesus, they cry out, he begs Jesus not to torment him, he begs him some more to stay in the area, and he has to ask for permission just to go possess the herd of pigs. So when Jesus heals the man, and the rest of the town comes out in verse 15, and see the man who had been demon-possessed sitting there, dressed, and in his right mind, they were afraid. And no wonder they're scared. If you're terrified of this guy, the demon-possessed naked dude, What does that say about the one that he's terrified of? And then after that, we have two other stories kind of interwoven with each other. Mark likes to do this at times. He'll sandwich one story within another. In verses 21 through 43, we start with Jairus, a leader of the synagogue, asking for his daughter to be healed. But we're interrupted by the story of the bleeding woman being healed. Then we get back to Jairus. So whenever Mark does this, we need to interpret each story in light of the other. Jairus, he comes to Jesus begging him to heal his daughter, who's on the brink of death. But before we get to Jairus and his daughter, we're interrupted by a woman with her own problem. Starting in verse 25, Now a woman, suffering from bleeding for twelve years, had endured much under many doctors. She had spent everything she had, and wasn't helped at all. On the contrary, she became worse. Having heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothing. Now, her bleeding would have made her unclean under Jewish law. And anyone that she touched would also become unclean. But she takes the risk of public shame and having the crowd turn on her, and she heads into the crowd, everyone jostling one another, desperate just to touch the hem of his garment. And once she does, she's immediately healed. Jesus, sensing power has gone out for him, launches his investigation. And in verses 33-34, through the woman, with fear and trembling, there's our theme again, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be healed from your affliction. Faith overcoming fear. But after this, we're told some pretty scary news. Mark chapter 5, verse 35. While he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue leader's house and said, your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? You remember Jairus? You know, he's the one who kind of started this whole deal. Well, on his way to Jairus' house, Jesus gets distracted. There are too many people. He launches this investigation into who touched him, prompting his disciples to say, you see the crowd pressing against you, and yet you say who touched me? This is ridiculous, Jesus. We need to move on. But then he also has the conversation with the woman, and each second that passes is another second closer a losing his daughter until finally it's too late his daughter is dead why bother jesus anymore but that's when jesus kicks it into gear in verse 36 when jesus overheard what was said he told the synagogue leader don't be afraid only believe so they head to the house they kick out all the people who don't believe in jesus and they raise his little girl from the dead now, all of these stories are telling us about the kind of faith that we need to have, the kind of faith that is going to overcome our fear and reach out to Jesus no matter what. Don't be afraid of life storms. Your faith in God is going to keep you secure in the worst that life has to offer. Don't be afraid of demons, the devil, or any other power. James 2.19 says the demons, they know about God, and they tremble in fear of him. Don't be afraid of being rejected by God. The bleeding woman, she was afraid of being found out and having contaminated a holy man, being rejected. But Jesus heals her and brings her into the family. And finally, don't be afraid that it's too late. Even if God seems distracted or too busy dealing with other people, he can and he will make time for you.